Welcome to Energy Matters, where we explore alternative health in the Pioneer Valley. I'm your host, Caroline Rutterman, and I'm a Reiki professional and intuitive in Northampton, Massachusetts. For the past nine years, I've been teaching people how to use their intuition and helping them reduce stress and anxiety. Together, we'll talk with other practitioners and learn how they bring health and healing to the Pioneer Valley. Let's do this. Hey, welcome, welcome, everyone. You are listening to Energy Matters, and I am your host, Caroline Rutterman, and we are here live today with a very special guest, uh, Glenn, Glenn Smith of, of Vocal Voyagers. So wel- welcome, Glenn. Hello, everybody. Hello. So um, tell us a little bit about uh, who, are, who are these Vocal Voyagers? Well, it could be you. You may be a vocal voyager and you don't know it yet, but um, it's uh, just the name I've given to a gathering I host from time to time. Um, been doing it since, I guess I did my first circle in 2006, um, inspired by other people doing similar circles, and we basically get together and sing, but there's no agenda in terms of songs or structure or what we're going to sing. It's basically, we're going to show up, and I'm not sure what it's going to sound like. We're going to, there's some structures I use, and some freeform explorations, and we just basically make it all up on the spot, which uh, might sound pretty challenging to some people, but uh, you would be surprised. Do you find that it's challenging for people who are very trained in music, or not trained in music, or where does that where does that challenge come in and that complete improv style? Mm, yeah, it, it can be challenging for uh, trained musicians to do improvisation. Um, certain people are used to, this is the way you do it, and uh, they're not used to just, what do I do now? What I don't have a music in front of me. So I've um, had some people who are very trained in music, and but they gradually uh, loosen up and, okay, I can can uh, do something different here and try something new. And um, and then there's the other end of the spectrum, which is pe- I've had people show up who haven't sung at all, you know, maybe in their shower alone or something. That's me. Yeah. And so I've had numerous people show up. I don't know why. They were just taking a chance. They were brave. Maybe they knew me. And uh, so they decided to show up. And and they usually come away like, oh, my God, I didn't, uh, I didn't, realize, I didn't realize I could do that. Like, I can actually sing. Um, because... It's uh, I'm I'm always hesitant to use the word improvisation because it scares some people. Some people they think of improvisation like that's for master musicians. They're the only ones. You have to become a master musician and then you can improvise. But mm-hmm. actually, improvisation is just could be making up a little melody like do 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 do. That that's an improvisation. That sounds fun. And I, I feel like I want to hold hands with somebody and walk down Sesame Street with that. Yeah, so it's it doesn't have to be, you know, you're you're a master and you're going beyond and you're improvising. No, it could be just be walking down the street, making up a little tune, simple tune with a few notes. And uh so I I'm always hesitant to use the word improvisation. It can scare some people, but uh it is improvisation. It's basically creating on the spot and uh and we can talk about eventually how how we do that how did how did you get into this um well i've been a musician for a long time i started on the drum kit back in ninth grade and 
I was recruited by some friends just because they needed a drummer. I didn't know anything about drumming, but I said, okay, I'll, I'll try it. And start so banging that was my away. start, banging away. And then um, played in some bands. And uh, then I was living in uh, Arcata, California. And a uh, person I knew, shout out to Carrie Lee Marcus, she was like, hey, we're getting people together to do this circle singing thing. I'm like, okay, sounds fun. And, um, and that was a real revelation. We basically, she kind of facilitated it and... I just remember the moment of standing. She opened it up for soloing, and people are holding down these parts. And I stepped in the middle, and I was just soloing in the middle of all these people. It's just this magical moment. I'm like, wow, I want to do more of that. And um, so, and she had been studying with people down in the Bay Area of California, which is in some ways the epicenter of vocal improvisation in the U.S. That's where uh, Bobby McFerrin, you may know that name. He, uh, of course. He started exploring an improvisational ensemble. Um, I'm not sure what year that was, but um, called Voicestra. And he gathered some of his favorite singers and he's like, hey, we're going we're gonna to do improvisational performances. And they started exploring. They put out an album called Circle Songs. And he's inspired just, you know, thousands of people to do this kind of work. So it's kind of... And of course, people have been doing this for thousands of years you know it's not like he was the first person to improvise but he's the first person to kind of bring it into a modern context and reinvigorate it from uh uh his background and so a lot of people have been inspired by him have started their own things around the country around the world um in fact he hosts every august i believe it is is it august at omega institute in new york he hosts a week-long workshop with 150 people all wow. improvising all week long which i went to when when you say that you had your your first experience singing in this circle and you you got into the middle to do your, your solo and that it was a relevatory experience for you what did what was your experience having sang that way what was what was that moment for you what was that connection um i think it was just being in this container like this container was holding it down and I could just kind of stand in the middle and just be held by this container as I explored and sang. It just really felt powerful. And then of course I took my turn holding down for other people and we kind of all hold it down together. And that was just that way of making music. I mean, it's a little similar to being in a band, but it's using our voices. And uh, when you, when you say holding it down, what does that mean? Um, like, a lot of circle singing, not necessarily, but often for periods of time, people hold down a part, um, which could be like, you know, doom, da da da, doom, 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 da da da, doom, and that repeats. They kind of hold down that part, and then people add on another part, and another part, and another part. So that's, it's not always the case that you have to hold down a part, but that's an example of something we often use is hold down, create a part, and hold it down. Um, maybe with a few other people holding down the same part. and um, It almost sounds like a vocal meditation, an individual, mo you know, the way that, you know, when somebody is oming or when somebody is using, you know, a mantra or, you know, these uh, these sound seeds that are mm -hmm. more based in, in Sanskrit and the, the Hindu tradition. Mm -hmm. It almost sounds like you kind of pull into those certain vibrations. Yeah. yeah, it's funny you mentioned Sound Seeds, which is the name of my website, soundseeds.com. Yes, uh, how, what a perfect <laughs> way of transitioning. And 
Um, and, and, you know, if anyone is just tuning in right now, um, we are here with Glenn Smith, who is um, a vocal voyager. His website is, um, is soundseeds.com. Um, because you do, you have a few different components to your work. You do ecstatic dance. And yeah. then you also do the sound seeds. And today we're going to really explore more of yeah, the, the, the music, the, the vocal side of stuff. Yeah, I was going to mention, inspire about what you're saying, um, channeling. I think you mentioned channeling. Or, mm. There's an example, which is pretty amazing, of Bobby McFerrin was doing a solo concert once, just up there improvising away for a while. And somebody came to him after the concert and like, how did you know that? I forget what the language is called, some extinct language in Africa, or maybe it's almost extinct. And like, how did you know that? He's like, I didn't, I wasn't singing in a, that language, but it, they heard it in what he was singing. He had no idea. And it just, you know, those things come through. Like mm. he had no idea. He'd never heard this language. He was just improvising and things come through. And uh, so that, I always love that example. Oh, that's really, really neat. Yeah. When, when you talk about things coming through, what what else comes through as through your experience from your firsthand experience? What else have you um, have you observed in that kind of channeling or coming through for you? Yeah, or what you've witnessed even. Um, kind of getting to the space of sometimes when you first start out, you're maybe thinking of a certain kind of music or a certain kind of riff, and then getting beyond that to just listening to what's going on and letting sounds come through and. Um, Sometimes it's really surprising what comes out of us when we're just in the flow of things and kind of in this container. Um, so, yeah, I just love the uh, being inspired by what's going on in the Vocal Voyager circle to create something new that's, you know, that I've never created before, that we've never created before, and just something that's, I don't know what genre that is. That's just very interesting, you know. That's yeah, very, it's the uh, interesting genre. Yeah, that's, or just magical um sounds come through the the vocal voyagers the the uh the group that you have who who tends to be attracted to this group who comes who comes to this group um obviously people who like to sing and explore but um sometimes people who are just trying to find their voice or they they've been wanting to sing more and maybe this seems like uh i mean for me improvisation seems easier than singing songs like I don't have to remember any parts I just you know do a little short thing maybe and hold that down so I think some people are attracted to it for that reason and one thing one example I can think of is uh I was actually at Burning Man when you're doing a circle and it was kind of small we were just getting started and there was like six or eight people and I'm like, okay not big turn up but let's start singing and started singing and all of a sudden about 20 people came in because there was supposed to be this kundalini yoga class outside and the teacher didn't show up and they heard this singing they're like oh my god let's go in there so they just heard it and they were attracted to it and they came in and we had just an outrageously good circle well and that's how i found you because you did um i know your vocal voyagers uh circles are over at the fitzwillies building now but for a little while you were up in molly scott scott's office which is upstairs in the community building in florence and i came in one sunday afternoon or one sunday evening and i heard this choir and 
I swear it sounded like angels were singing. And I've chatted with Molly about this. And she was like, no, that was Glenn Smith. And I just sat outside and listened on the stairs because it was so amazing. And it just lifted me right out of my to-do list for that mm. evening and it was I mean it was gorgeous mm, and yeah. I wish you would have come in we would have said hey come on in. I was too shy <laughs> yeah, at the time it's... and I mean even when you talk about trying people trying to find their voices I'm you know I always I teeter on that I'm like oh I want to take a singing class or take singing lessons but I don't have any background in that mm. so when you're like oh people are trying to find their voice and I'm like that's me I want I want to yeah. so I, I might take one of your your uh, class or join yeah, yeah. do you do your are they individual can people drop in or do you encourage people to do the whole series um, people can drop in you know it's great if people kind of come regularly and kind of familiar and can maybe co-lead it i mean people step up and i give people a chance to lead like hey does anybody else want to lead the circle and sometimes people i call it the conductor where one person kind of conducts the entire circle so other people if they want to they can step into that role and uh but you don't have to so it's kind of optional solos are optional and conducting is optional if you just kind of want to lay low and keep it simple that's that's great too what's the benefit of going regularly um, I think just, I've played around with a lot of different structures. Like I have a whole huge list of structures that I've pulled from time to time, a toolkit and maybe knowing other ways of improvising or like, Hey, how about we do that one we did, you know, two months ago or, or, um, just being a little more familiar with the variety of ways that we can bring our voices together and, and being a little more, um, flexible and, and creative and not having to like, Oh, I've just got to follow the formula here. Like, Oh, I can pull in a little bit of what we did last month or I can, uh, maybe lead something now that I've experienced as a, in the background once now I can step up and lead this month or so just, uh, yeah, diving in a little deeper and getting a little more familiar and maybe taking some leadership and being more of a, a co-creator in it. Hmm. I would imagine there would be um, a trust that develops when you know the other people to an extent, or at least have kind of in relation to how you were mentioning having other holding other, having other people holding space for you when you kind of create that that bond of trust among other people. Um, I would imagine that really helps create that container as well. Yeah, yeah, kind of knowing other people have your back and like, okay, I trust they're gonna hold it down and maybe and sometimes I open it up for solos that are not singing solos I say if you just want to come in the middle and just want to move or you just want to uh, listen go around the circle and listen or if you just want to maybe some words will be coming to you spontaneously so there's a variety of ways you can kind of use the container maybe move maybe uh, listen or if you're inspired just sing over what everybody else is holding down mm, I love that and we are going to very shortly start with a live vocal voyaging. Is that is that what this is? A vocal sure. Vo- <laughs> I that. So, um, so Glenn, I'm going to hand it over to you. So, tell us a little bit about um, what you're what you're about to set up and what we're what we're doing here. Okay. Um, yeah, this is going to be a little different from the group because there's just two of us, and the group we have I've had anywhere up to. 
30 people in a group. So um, obviously there's a different process with two of us, but um, we're going to play around with, um, I'll start out, um, well, often I'll say I'll solo into a part, meaning maybe I don't know what part I want to start with. Eventually I want to settle on a part, but I have to kind of play around a little bit to to find a part. So I'll start off just kind of, and then I gradually settle on a part, and I'll get that going. And then um, Rowan here will join in. And we're going to, traditionally, um, we often have people up to, you know, 10 to 30 people each holding down a part, or maybe three people holding down the same part. So so it's going to be a little different. This is kind of a a, uh, a vocal voyage for us, which we have not done a lot of as a duo, but a little bit. Um, so it'll be interesting to play around with this. Um, so yeah, it's basically one person will be more or less holding down a part, or maybe both of us will be holding down a part, and then at some point, one or the other of us will do a little soloing, riffing off of that part. Um, so it'll be a combination of simple parts combined with some soloing, riffing off the part. So I'm super yeah. excited. Yeah. So, um, so I, I, whenever do you feel like you're ready to? Can anyone participate who's driving in their car? Yeah. Or is this yeah. how? How would you encourage somebody who's just at home that maybe wants to bounce off with you guys? Sure, you can. Um, you know, you can just copy one of the parts we're holding down, sing along, and uh, we might kind of go all over the place here. But if you can follow us, sure, just sing along, sing along. I'm going to take a little drink of water here. All right, so they're they're. Uh, getting their throats hydrated. Um, so Rowan and Glenn Smith are here. And if you're just tuning in, uh, we're about to go on a vocal voyage and create a little soundscape for our listeners. So take it away, guys. Okay. <clears throat> My voice will be a little lower today. I've got a bit of a cold, so... <sighs> Dum 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 d
Yeah, okay. let's we'll do, do it. Let's do it. Piece. All right. Um, Rowan, you want to start something? 
Sure, sure. Okay, I'll let Rowan start this one. Okay.
So good. So if you're just tuning in, that was uh, two mini vocal voyages with Glenn Smith and his friend Rowan. Rowan St. John. Rowan St. John. Thanks for for, uh, lending your vocals to the show today. So um, how how do you know when it's finished? Because as I was watching you... You could kind of tell that you were sinking down and kind of moving into that rhythm, but how, like, I mean, you're fully channeling. I I do energy work for a living, and I, I see when people are just, like, clear channels, mm-hmm. and you're just, you're in your element. It's really, really fun to watch. Mm-hmm. You just bring so much joy and heart into that space. It's, I mean, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. You are really... True purpose. Mm. You're doing your thing. When you're when you're kind of in the middle of it, how do you oh, know when sort start. of there's is there a beginning, middle, end? Um, it's all. There's no plan really. It's kind of tuning in and uh, you know, like the first time I signaled like a end, and the second time we just kind of came to an end. And sometimes if people are conducting an entire circle, they can decide when to end. They can just give a signal to stop like clap their hands that's the end and just end it abruptly and that's the conductor's job yeah so um and so yeah there's a variety of ways maybe it might just naturally come to a sweet ending or sometimes maybe an abrupt Hmm. stop or depends on uh depends on the piece yeah that's really really neat uh, Rowan, tell us what what was your first uh, vocal voyage? What was um, what got you into this work? Well, Glenn and I met. Um, you know, and I come a little closer to the mic. Oh, thanks. Glenn and I met through the local dance community. Um, we had some mutual friends, and um, I've been a musician and a vocalist um, all my life. It was a family thing, and um, I met Glenn at. I think I probably started improving with Glenn at home because we happened to be housemates at one point. Mm, that's we a fun were, place to live. <laughs> yeah. It was great. Yeah, we'd spontaneously combust into uh, improv all, at all times of the day. <laughs> so, yeah. And Rowan has done quite a bit of his own vocal exploration, taking all kinds of workshops that go pretty deep into different aspects of uh, vocalization and sounding and healing and all kinds of stuff. So he's got a whole, he in fact has done his own vocal workshops in the past, which are a different flavor of sounding. And um, Mm. so, so let me ask you a question. Do you feel like the location has any impact, you know, versus when you're out in California versus when you're in the mountains versus when you're in a studio, do you feel like the physical space, whether it's the the earth or the building, has any impact on what the vocal voyage that you go on? Yeah, I think um, kind of comparing indoors to outdoors. Indoors, certain spaces are very resonant, and just your voice gets a little bit of echo and amplification, natural reverb. In fact, I've sometimes sought out those places. Could be a stairwell or a tunnel, a drain tunnel, or a 
cave or there's certain space, natural spaces, outdoors or indoors, that have a lot of resonance, which is great, but not necessary. I mean, I've sang in other rooms without much resonance, just a little different experience. Um, and then outdoors, obviously, you can connect with uh, the outdoor sounds, listening to whatever the crickets or the wind or the kids down the street or the siren or the fire alarm. Yeah. <laughs> um, so sometimes I've done things specifically tuning into the sounds that are going on around us and maybe beginning from there. So that's a different experience. Yeah. Rowan, what do you, what do you think? Do you think the, the different physical spaces or, or earth places, how, do, how does it influence your groups that you run? Um, I ran a group years ago. It was called Sound Creations, and, and we kind of were taking off of some of Jill Purse's work um, from the U.K., um, she does sound healing. She's a world-renowned sound healer, the wife of Rupert Sheldrake, the world-renowned biologist. Um, he's a wonderful author, and he's written some pretty extraordinary books. And So I, I've done a bunch of work with Jill Purse over the years, and um, the approach was, was mostly um, around ritual and ceremony. Hmm. And so there was a lot of uh, Buddhist and Dzogchen influence in that work. And so what I like about uh, working with Glenn is there's a spontaneity um, that kind of happens in the present. And so I think being in the present is is a wonderful thing about mantra. It, you know, it's supposed to sort of surpass the mind a little bit and break us into something, a different state, right? Yeah. And so I think this improv work that Glenn is offering is a way to um, access that present a little bit um, in a fun sort of supported atmosphere. And Absolutely. It is fun. It feels fun. I mean, I'm, I, was, I was sitting here smiling, and I couldn't help but feel that heart energy that was coming through. Yeah, I mean, location is always a huge piece, right? I mean, even if you're doing a yoga retreat or... So it can absolutely influence everything because we're we're interacting and reacting to our surroundings and improv. Um, and I think that's what's great about the classes. Every every time you got a different mix of people in in one of Glenn's classes, you just don't know what's going to happen. I it's love it. Sort of mystery, yeah. I love it. Here with Glenn Smith today and Rowan St. Clair. St. John. John. Sorry, I just met you That's a few okay. moments ago. <laughs> That's fine. I usually prepare a little better. Um, but so um, so we are here and we, are, we just did a vocal voyage. If you guys were tuning in in your car and you got to really be fully immersed in that sound, um, I hope that some of you guys felt inspired to sing along during any of those voyages on your own. Um, and if not... Glenn, tell us a little bit about how people can find your groups and maybe start finding their voice with this work. Yeah. Um, as of now, I've been doing a third Sunday group, third Sundays of every month. Um, I've got a couple more scheduled. Um, Did we pass the third Sunday already? Um, of this month, yeah. But, of this um, month, okay. So I'll give the dates for those at the end. But um, And... You know, I'm always open to doing other things. I've actually worked in schools before with grade school kids, and that's been a lot of fun. How do kids respond to this work? Um, I generally, generally like it. You know, I do it a little differently. I basically conduct because letting, you know, fourth graders 
conduct would would be challenging. <laughs> yeah. So um so I basically conduct and give them parts and um and it's usually something, you know, unlike anything they've done before and they usually remember it, you know, a year later I've had a kid say, "Oh, I remember that part you gave us a year ago." I'm like, "Wow, okay." So I'm always open if you're a school teacher, I'd love to or if you have a position in a school, you want to bring some of this in with grade school kids or I've even done it with high school kids. So um let please contact me. Um I'd love to get in the schools some more, even colleges. I've done a little bit of work in the colleges. So um and um yeah, I guess one thing I wanted to mention before more information. Um I guess the main reason I'm into this is just it's a I used to do, you know, do music bands, perform, you know, you're on the stage, there's an audience out there. Maybe they're dancing, that's great, but this is just a whole different experience of bringing everybody's together. You're all creating it together. It's participatory. That's what I love about it. It's not a performance. It can be performance oriented, but usually not in this context. It's more personal. Yeah, people do perform improvisational vocals, but um this is a more just we get together in a room and we do it and everybody's participating. Um that's kind of what I love about it. It's not a separation of I'm a performer and you're watching me. Um mm. so everybody gets a chance to create and find their creativity. Um and so I have a couple groups coming up. Um the third Sunday of April, April 21st from 3 to 5 p.m. Sunday afternoon and it's in the upstairs studio which is in the Fitzwillie's building um in downtown Northampton. It's a little tricky to find. I'll give my website which has directions to there. It's 25 Main Street and it's yeah, it's right next to it's the Toasted Owl Fitzwillie's uh restaurant entrance yeah. and then there's a door that just has a 25 on it. Yeah. My office used to be on the second floor, uh, so I spent okay. a lot of time in that building. So April 21st from 3 to 5 and also June 19th from 3 to 5 p.m. Those are both Sundays. Those are the two I have scheduled. I will definitely be doing more, but I don't have most likely continuing on the third Sundays. Um, and my website where you can find more information, it's soundseeds.com. You can either go to that and click on Vocal Voyagers or it's soundseeds.com slash vocal underscore voyagers um, if you want to go directly to the page. And there's also some audio samples on there so you get an idea of what a whole group sounds like of anywhere from uh, 8 to 30 people. Um, some of those circles on there, we had uh, 30 people singing together. So um, That's beautiful. And, yeah, if, if, you're, um, if you want to bring this to your community, I'd love to, you know, branch out. If you have a community that think would benefit from this, um, please contact me. Um, you can, there's a contact form on my website, or you can email. My email is musicglenn, G-L-E-N-N, at yahoo.com. So um, let me know what you're thinking. If maybe you can bring some of this work to your community or your group or your organization or your school or whatever, I'd love to explore. And, um, you know, I can work out, maybe do a trial run for free or we'll see how it goes. We'll yeah. work something out. What kind of feedback do people do? I know you mentioned that, you know, one of the, the grade schoolers came back a year later and was like, oh, I remember that that workshop. What other type of feedback do people give you from these um, these explorations? Um, got Gotten some great feedback. There's actually a little testimonial part on my website so you can see the exact words of some people. But some people who said, well, oh my God, I've never sung before. That was amazing. You know, I didn't even know I could sing. And other people were just like, oh, that was beautiful healing experience. Or, um, you know, I've never, that was really fun. That was really a 
creative, adventurous. Um, so yeah, I've gotten a lot of good feedback from people who've, who've gotten a lot out of it. How do, you know, for someone like me who, who doesn't sing other than just in the shower and in my car and by myself, how, what kind of, how do we allay our fears coming into that space and to singing? Because I feel like that's a huge, people really, especially with public speaking, with singing, we have a lot of, um, a lot of throat chakra, a lot of fifth chakra stuff that comes up. How do we kind of manage our, or how, how do you help people manage their fears within that space? Yeah, well, I always, you know, don't force anybody to solo if they don't want to. And I don't, I try to keep it at, you can really hold it down a simple part. You can even do percussive parts, you know, you could hold down a, you know, just be a beatboxer, be a percussionist. Some people just do sounds, ocean sounds, or that's their part, you know. I'm the ocean, you know. Yeah. And um, whatever works. And also, um, yeah, it it can be scary for a lot of people. As I mentioned, that one circle I was doing where we only had six people started out, and then all of a sudden 20 people heard us and like, oh, wow, that sounds great, and join in. It's the kind of thing where it might sound scary, but if you actually heard what we're doing, you'll be like, whoa, well, that's not as complicated as I thought. I could do that. You know, I can't, I'm not a master musician, but I'm, I can make some sounds and do something simple and join okay. in. That's kind of what it's about. It's allowing for very simple parts to come in and um, hold down for people who want to maybe solo off of that or do something, but it can be just holding a couple notes like doom, doom, a doom, doom. That could be a part that mm. you hold down for the rest of the group. Yeah, I, I realize it, it can be scary, and um, I try to emphasize that you don't have to be a master singer. You don't have to be a singer. You can just, as long as you can open your mouth, make some sounds. We'll provide some structures for you to plug into that. Cool. Because I, I saw that on your website you had a, a nice bio, and you talked about how earlier in the show how you were playing drums when you were growing up, and you just kind of did it. Yeah. And that all of your, your uh, you play multiple instruments now, and that you don't have any formal training other than a few lessons from way early on. But you, this was everything for you has been uh, very. I don't. I don't know if unstructured is the is the right word, but very self self taught. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm kind of a, I guess, punk rocker at heart. I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna pick something up and make some sound. I don't need DIY a lot of lessons. I'm, yeah. uh, you know, and my version of punk rock might sound like ethereal sounds, but you know the the approach of like. Let's just make some sounds here. We don't need years of training. I mean, not to say that years of training aren't great for some people, and they make beautiful music, And uh, but this is just a something that providing a forum for just anybody, somebody walking down the street could hear this and say, oh, wow, that sounds great. I can join into that. Yeah, I'm not a musician, but I could join into that and make some music with people. Yeah, and I, I feel like this is sort of why I see what you do as health and wellness and healing arts because there is an element of pushing past our comfort zones, breaking into creativity and finding healing from that. Because, you know, when we start tapping into those energies, we can just let all sorts of old traumas go, all kinds of, all kinds of just junk that's just energetic. Sometimes we don't have the words for things that are really, yeah. really deep trauma. And I think that having the element of just making the sounds can be so, so powerful. Uh, I think that the I wanted to say I could be someone who offers uh, 
a little bit of experience of attending the classes because I've come to the classes um, not knowing what to expect when I first came and um, not knowing Glenn as a facilitator. Um, and, you know, I could I could see the other folks in the class that were not any kind of professional vocalists or who were just kind of a little timid about it. And everybody seemed to just sort of find their place and feel comfortable and there's there's no pressure or anything like that. And um, the other thing I, I just wanted to mention is I, I was looking, uh, I recently just was looking up the word healing and it actually says, if I remember in the dictionary, it said something like, um, the definition says becoming sound. Whoa. Yeah. So, I mean, we're resonating whether we know it or not, we're resonating at a, a frequency. We're raising our, our, we're elevating our frequency at some level, becoming in balance and in tune again, too. That's really powerful. Very cool. Uh, were you going to yeah. say something? Um, just in terms of healing and making sounds as a way of healing, I've also occasionally done something like, let's imagine we're in some part of the world where there's terrible violence going on and just like, agony and despair and like let's channel from that place like let's there's plenty of places to pick from that are we can just start right here in florence there's plenty yeah of yeah everywhere I mean, we go imagine that we can find or imagine being you know a certain person even in florence you know you're homeless you're on the street or what let's just imagine being in a, a place could be a despairing place could be a joyful place but let's sing from that place and that's been some pretty powerful work too and which have occasionally incorporated Great. So if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Energy Matters. We're here with Glenn Smith and um, another vocal voyager, Rowan St. John. You got it. All That's right. It. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we are going to play, um, as we're closing out, um, we are going to play one of the recorded uh, vocal voyages called Open Tone, which is on Glenn's website, which is soundseeds.com. And he's got a whole section where you can listen to other recordings and sleepy time serenades for new little babies and all kinds of beautiful stuff. So... Um, so we're going to send uh, send this out there. So please go check out the Vocal Voyagers. Um, and, you know, I, I think that you'll be, I think you'll, you'll, you might enjoy it. I have. Thanks. Uh, one quick mention, if you're outside of the Pioneer Valley, there's some excellent groups. Uh, so a woman who does excellent work down in the Hartford area. There's people out in Boston doing circle singing. There's people in the Hudson Valley, New York. So um, I've got some links on my website if you go to my page, if you're looking for something in another part of New England. Fabulous, fabulous. And there's also some Facebook groups like Vocal Improv New England, Circle Singing and Vocal Improvisation. So a lot of resources. All kinds of good stuff out there. This is just the scratching the surface. All right. So, um, so we're going to close out with Open Tone. And have a great weekend, everyone. And be well. <laughs>